Ain't nobody. Love me better. Make me happy. Make me feel this way. Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, also known as Cheap Lazy Vegan on YouTube. And I'm Daniel, one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends who love to talk about the latest trending topics. So get comfortable and join us while we give our savage take on just about everything. You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Hello, everyone. How are we doing? Uh, the real question is how, how you doing, <laughs> How Rose? we doing? Oh, God We are not surviving. No, we're not. We are barely surviving. We're not surviving. We're not thriving. We, <laughs> we thrived on the weekend. We well, did. We were tired on the weekend. Yeah. Because what did we do, Daniels? So, guys, for those of you that don't know, we <laughs> um, went to Vancouver <laughs> and we ran the half marathon, the Vancouver half, which Woo-woo. was a beautiful route. It was, it was so a beautiful nice. route. Uh, yes, Daniel. Yeah. But Daniel was a bit sick. I was. I woke up on Sunday when we were doing the half marathon, and it started at seven o'clock in the morning. So fuck my life. Um, <laughs> and I woke up. Well, with they this, always start pretty early. Yeah, they do. That's true. <laughs> and I woke up, and I was like full of like kind of congested, oh, and my God. I was getting all these stomach pains, and I was just like, "Oh my fucking god, this is gonna suck." And then I got this major like anxiety attack as we were about to start the race. Right. I started feeling like, "What have I done? Like, oh, what god, have damn, I signed Daniel. up for?" You'd be nervous as hell. Yeah. And then. The race, the gunshot got, went off or whatever <laughs> happened. And then we just started going. And next thing I know, I blinked and I was already at eight kilometers. So I was like, oh, well, here we go. That's good, though. Yeah. And then did you get, because you got stomach pains. Yeah. When did you start getting stomach pains? Well, it was throughout the entire thing. The in- From the beginning. But it was like in waves. It was like, oh, it would be like, Daniel. it would be like really painful for like 10 seconds. And then it would just stop for like three minutes. And then it would do that again. So it was like every three minutes or so or five minutes. Oh, God, minutes, that's. Awful. I was getting cramps. Yeah. And I tried to, you know, utilize the porta potties, but you know, that didn't help either. So <laughs> oh God, but it was, you made it. I did make it. I was very disappointed in my time, but Hey, you know what? Say la vie. It means there's sick. room for improvement. Exactly. Yeah. So, so, well, would you like to ask me how mine was? How was yours? Or would, should we talk about you forever? I think we should just continue <laughs> talking about me. Like we usually do. Who's the real star of this podcast? Uh, oh, well, <laughs> Daniel likes to talk about himself all the time. Okay, Rose. How do you do this on dates? How was, uh, how was your um, how was your race, Rose? How did it go? Well, you know, mine went very well, actually. Mm. I hit a uh, personal best. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I think I deserve a real clap for that one, Daniel. <laughs> um, yeah, we were not trained. I no. did not train. Uh, I, I trained the least. So we've done three. Of the, this, that was our third half marathon. Yeah. Which is, um, you know, quite impressive. Yeah. We should be impressed with ourselves. And um, each time uh, we train less and less, it seems. Yeah. But for some reason, this is working for me because... I, it, I don't get it. Like, how are you <laughs> able to run faster, though? Each Rose? time like, I, I hit a personal best so far. But, like, how? Like, do you not get tired? Like... I This time... Well, I think it depends on a lot of factors. A lot of stars have to be aligned. And I think this time... Uh, I was, you know, I was in a good, good place. We got a lot of sleep the night before. We got a lot of sleep the night before. Yeah. I was in a good place. I think it's also, I believe that the Vancouver half marathon route is easier 
than the Calgary one. Yeah. Because I don't know, maybe I need to compare again, but the Vancouver one had a lot of downhill. Well, I think the Calgary one is like in a couple of weeks if you want to try it out as well. No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. I would, I would like to rest for a bit, but the, the Vancouver one had a lot of downhill. So mm-hmm. I had a few strategies. Okay. I'm learning as I go. Number one strategy is for me, because I have a tiny bladder. Okay. The first one I did, I probably drank too much water in the morning. Okay. Before the race. Mm -hmm. So I had to pee like three times, which slowed down my time. Mm -hmm. So now I don't really drink a lot of water in the morning. I just drink a small amount and then I have an espresso shot instead of coffee. You Mm -hmm. see? Okay. That's met. That's uh, strategy. Number one strategy. Number two is whenever I'm going downhill, I just go faster than I normally would. Obviously not like super fast. Cause you don't want to like roll your ankle, mm. but I just went faster every time I was going uh, downhill and I always keep track of my pace. Mm. Mm-hmm. So those are the strategies to beat your, uh, your personal best. Time. So I got it guys in two hours and nine minutes. That's really good. God damn. Yeah. Last time was two hours and 10 minutes and 40 something seconds. Yeah. So I beat my previous time by a minute and like 30 seconds. Yeah. And do you think a lot of that was attributed to the sprint you did at the very end when you saw the finish line? Yeah. So that's another thing I did. So at the very end, when I knew, because I knew I was like cutting close to my PB Mm. and I was like, oh my God, I really want to make it. And I was exhausted. But at the very end, actually, I wasn't too exhausted. Yeah. Considering. I I did feel like this race, even though I did terrible in terms of time, well, not terrible. I still was under two hours and 30, Yeah, which I think is still pretty good. But I think, um, it felt overall easier. Like, yes. even though I was sick and like dying and like had stomach <laughs> cramps and could barely oh, no. breathe, I was like, I was like, it still felt like an easier race. Although you were literally dying, yeah. it felt easier. I was so sick, like not yeah. so sick, but like I definitely was not a good place. Well, we have a theory that because Vancouver is lower in altitude, compared to Calgary, it's easier to run in Vancouver. Yeah. So we do need to test it out and mm. do another one in Calgary, Daniel. I just feel like I've, cause like the very first race, I like basically was a slightly less than you and I like kept pretty good pace. I feel like, but you did go to the bathroom a lot. I did go to the bathroom a lot. Yeah. But the first one yeah, I got, you, you going to compare to me. The first one I got was two hours and 20. Yeah. And then mine this one, was two hours and 15. Yeah on that one mm-hmm. yes but like pretty close and then this one yeah, i'm like very close. this one i'm like two hours and like i was basically 20 minutes after you <laughs> yeah but you were feeling sick so it's, yeah, it's a true. bit different true. and also you weren't tracking your pace that's true i think i need to really start tracking my pace because like do. i i had no idea i was just kind of like just going with it see this is the thing if yeah. i had no idea i would not have me- met my personal best yeah. i was tracking and well, I did, was did like, you have times where you're like shit i'm going too slow i need to speed up not necessarily i think i maintained a certain speed yeah there were some times when i was like I just tried to like maintain a certain speed. Yeah. So in order to get like, I think my time, I tried to maintain um, around six minutes per kilometer. Yeah. So, so as long as my average was like around there, Mm. then I I was like, okay, I'm probably good. So that's what I tried to do. I try to maintain that kind of pace. Yeah. So next time you can track your pace, Daniel. Yeah, I should do that. Did Mm -hmm. you walk at all or no? I think I walked for like maybe like max 20 seconds. Yeah. So there was a couple times when we were going uphill and I was like, fuck my life. I know. I, did, I walked up a few of the hills. <laughs> yeah. I was like, mm, so I walked no. a little bit, but yeah. not really. Like I mostly just kept a pace, yeah. but it was relatively easy. I do think that because of the altitude yeah. or maybe also because the weather yeah. was like pretty good weather for there running. Was, there was a lot of conditions that aligned and that's why yeah. I was so mad that I woke Aww. up sick because I'm like, I feel like I could have got my PB, like maybe yeah. not as fast as you, but I yeah. think I could have got under 220 if I wasn't feeling like shit. You could have gotten under 220. Yeah. For sure. Like I just, 
Oh, I'm so mad. Anyway. It's fine, Daniels. We, next we, year. <laughs> I guess we're going to keep doing this. Next year, I'm going to train and I'm going <laughs> to kick ass and I'm going to get sub yeah, two. We, well, you know, first of all, we also did say we were going to train for this one, especially you. <laughs> what mm-hmm. happened, Daniel? Well, what happened is I did decided to do a reno project and had no time whatsoever. So, so next one, no more reno project. Well, I'm not gonna be doing it. I mean, not do. I'm not gonna be doing a reno project, so it's fine. Damn, you be in a bit of a mood today, aren't you? Oh, God damn. Look at you been all. <laughs> damn, roses. I'm not in a mood. You be all right, Daniel. I'd be an angel. Are you sure about that? I'm still feeling a little sick. Oh God damn. Well, you also have gotten me sick. <laughs> <laughs> So guys, today, today, what's happening? We thought we would do our favorite sort of episode. But before we do that, oh God, Daniel, we're gonna talk about the the tragedy that is the United States. But before we talk about that, what else, Daniel? Guys, want to remind you if you're not already, <laughs> check out our Patreon page, Patreon.com/slash The Savage Podcast. We have a new one. We have a new Patreon. We have a shout out going out to. Reza. Reza, yes. Yes. Thank you to Reza for joining our Patreon family. If you guys Mm -hmm. want to join, the links are always in the show notes. Patreon.com slash The Savage Podcast. You get every episode a week earlier than everybody else. It's ad-free content and you get a bonus episode every single month. Yeah. And I think for this month's episode... We're going to copy my new favorite podcast, yep. which is called I've Had It. Yes. And we did that in the last episode as well. But yep. this time, we're going to do I've Had It Dating Edition. Ooh. So we're going to talk about the things we've had it with when it comes to dating. Oh, God. We, should, we need to start a list. <laughs> oh, Daniel, I think we need multiple episodes for this. Oh, God damn. God we damn. probably will. We probably will. <laughs> so uh, without further ado, what <clears throat> did you want to talk about in the United States of America, Rose? Oh, God damn, Daniel. There'd be, there'd be a... There'd be a multitude of shootings. I know. It is so sad. It is actually, I don't even know what to say though, mm-hmm. because. Well, we talked about this the other day and I guess, um, it was this in Texas, I believe there was like yes. a mass shooting and like <clears throat> this poor boy oh, who's like so six years old, his entire family was wiped out in this shooting yes. except him. So now he's like, uh, uh, an orphan. Yeah. So basically, uh, there was a huge shooting I'm sure you guys have heard of it in Texas and it was in a mall Mm -hmm. and I think like eight people died at this point. And basically, uh, let me, let me actually open it. I have the article. It's crazy. Imagine Mm -hmm. you're just going shopping to the mall with your family. Oh my God. I know. Someone goes in there with a fucking rifle or a machine gun. I can't, I can't even. So eight people were killed. Mm. Um, some of them being children, like we mentioned. So basically this family, this Korean American family, um, the mom and dad were both shot and killed. The, I think like the young, like the youngest child, I believe mm. was also killed. Yeah. And then the only child remaining, I think is injured, but I think he's okay. Mm. But like, oh my God, can you fucking imagine? Uh, that broke my heart. Like that is like so sad. And then this kid is also like five or six years old. And at that age, you still remember these things. It's not like yeah. you don't know what's going on. You kind of know what's going on as well. So not only is his entire family killed, but he's going to remember this. Yeah. Oh God, this is crazy, the and it's so sad. Wrong? And then it's like, if he doesn't have family to look after him, he's gonna like end up in the system. And I'm hoping he has you know. relatives to like take him in, but who the fuck knows? Yeah. God damn, Daniel, it's so sad. Um, but that brings about another uh topic, which is that over the weekend, the past weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, mm. apparently there were 11 mass shootings in the United States, 300 plus shootings total this year. No, over the weekend, Daniel. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 
there were over 300 shootings yeah. overall. Yeah. And but 11, 11 of them were mass shootings. I mean, this is just crazy. It's just insane. Like, what when, What has to happen in America? I, I don't know. For I think to, it's just, I think this is just going to be normal. I guess. Like, I this, don't, is, this is why I will never changing. live there. Like, it's just, it's a, it's crazy. I'll be scared for when we go to Houston. God damn, Daniel, don't be saying that. I don't want to get shot. God, stop. <laughs> damn, that'd be scary oh as my hell. God. Daniel does this, guys. He, he loves doing this, like, doom and gloom. We're thinking of changing this podcast name to Doom yeah, and Gloom. Not to Doom and Gloom, Rose. Well, you know, it would fit it well. <laughs> I think no one's going to want to tune in. They'll be like, I, you should check out the Doom and Gloom <laughs> podcast. It makes me feel really great about my life. Like. <laughs> well, you know, uh, what, what's changed, Daniel? You you love to give the Doom and Gloom of the day. I mean, you know, it's just I'm re- a realist. <laughs> <laughs> Since when are you a realist? <laughs> Since always. <laughs> I think God it's damn. realistic. Are you not scared to go to Houston now, Rose? Well, I am scared. I'm, I'm always scared to go to the States. I know. I'm like, now it's like a new thing. Like, I'm not kidding you guys. And uh, like, I've traveled to some pretty rough places, like over my years of traveling. And I went to go visit a friend and they live in San Jose. And we went to California. Or we went to San Francisco and whatever. And there was a moment in San Jose, like nothing happened. I had a great time, you know, whatever. But there was a moment in the back of my mind. I'm like, am I going to get shot here? Oh my God. And it was like, kind of scary i was like this is not like i do not feel good about this well the likelihood is still very low yeah so i don't think we should be necessarily fear-mongering but at the same time well wasn't there a stat like one in five americans has somehow been touched by gun violence so i don't think it's that low god damn but if you're visiting it would be lower because we're not there all the time true or you could (laughs) you could argue that it's higher because you're in touristy areas where there's lots of people and that's where mass shooters might target again guys welcome back to the doom and gloom podcast realistic realism (laughs) um but yeah anyway Uh, well well, we don't really know what else to say about this topic because we've beat the dead horse oh we have literally i don't even know what else we can say about this i don't know i mean is anything going to change no ever no like i don't understand I don't understand. You know how angry? I mean, I think, I, and I'm sure there's a lot of Americans that are, to be honest. I, so I think, many. That's the frustrating I know. Part. I, I think there's a lot of Americans <laughs> now that are just like so sick of this and they want their government to take action. Yeah. And they're just not. But I think it's, unfortunately, it's still a, a, a slight majority that are in favor of, you know, whatever the Second Amendment or whatever it is. Well, that, the problem is, you should be able, like, it's fine. I know they're like obsessed with guns over there. So yeah. like fucking keep your guns. Great. Yeah. But what is wrong with, why wouldn't you have a license? Why exactly. wouldn't you have like rules? Or because like registration. It, it makes literally no sense. You have mm-hmm. to register a vehicle. You have to register. You have to get a license to drive. Mm-hmm. There's so many things you need a license for. Uh, but Not then a gun, the apparently. thing, the thing, the weapon that can kill multiple people, you don't need a license for. That makes literally no sense. I know. I don't. <sighs> it's crazy. But enough of that topic, guys. Oh, God damn, Daniel. Um, so anyways, other than that doom and gloom story. Yeah. Uh, we decided to do our usual lazy content. Yeah. Because we're both guys, honestly, <laughs> we're so tired. We're we both, got back last night. We got back last night at like 11 o'clock at night. Both of us <laughs> had to work today. We both up early. Like we had no sleep. And so like today we're bo- like, I was literally at work. Well, we, we did were, like, sleep, but not enough. Not enough. Yeah. And we were like texting and both of us are like, oh my God, I'm so, <laughs> so effing tired. tired. Even at the office, I was just like, I'm so grumpy. I'm tired. Yeah. I, had, I had like three coffees. Oh my God. Which is not good. Yeah. But I was like, I need a coffee. Like every like 10 minutes, I was like, I need another coffee. Like I'm I dying. I just like didn't want to do anything today. I was just exhausted. I know. So we're like, both of us are like, you know what? We don't have time to do research or anything like that. So let's just <laughs> So it really is our content. lazy content. Yeah. <laughs> our go-to, our crowd pleaser though. A lot of people like I it. Know. 
people love our lazy content. Yes. You know what? We do it with enthusiasm. Exactly. People, okay. It doesn't matter how much effort we put into it. We we put enthusiasm into it. And that's the importance, you know? So if you don't know what we're talking about, <laughs> the lazy content is basically where we react to the subreddit, am I the asshole? If you don't know, am I the asshole is basically a forum where people can write in their personal stories about whether or not the they asshole. are the asshole. So they ask the audience to tell them them if they think that they are the asshole and rose what's the what's the universal opinion you are the asshole daniel everyone's an asshole everyone's <laughs> an asshole <laughs> so but now i know what your universal opinion oh. is that i'm an asshole <laughs> i'm just joking daniel mm-hmm. you ain't the asshole mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. <laughs> so let me go in to our favorite subreddit am i the asshole I'm sorry, guys. Oh, damn. I know. I'm literally like going to go home right home after this, edit this podcast, guys. And then go to bed. And then I'm going to go to sleep because I'm you, you so You going to smoke tired. some weed? No. Not today. No. No. No, not today. Really? Not, not today because I just really want to chill. God damn, Daniel. Okay. Here we are. <laughs> God damn. There'd be some. Okay, let me let me <laughs> stop. I was like, please pick one, Rose. Okay. More drama in the family. Al- always. Am I the asshole for canceling a vacation because my wife can't pay her share after helping her adult son and ex-husband? Dun dun dun. We got some we got some family drama, we got some ex-husband drama. Oh, God damn. Okay. My wife, 44 female, makes quite a bit less money than me, 45 mm. male, and our joint expect expenses are split 70 to 30 for the most part things like vacations and where we bought a house are decided based on what she can afford but there have been several times i've paid in full for vacations to places i really enjoy and wanted to share the experience with her Mm -hmm. very interesting she has a 23 year old son from her previous marriage when she and i got together i told her i wouldn't mind paying extra for things here and there until her son was 18 and working and in school so she could take care of him for the majority of our relationship he has lived with his father he decided against college or trade school and hasn't expressed any interest in starting to figure out a plan for the immediate future let alone his life he floats from job to job and his father is pretty much the same since the kid graduated um Okay, therein lies the problem. Every few months, they'll call her for a few hundred dollars here, a few, oh no, a few hundred dollars here, a few hundred dollars there, 20 bucks this week, 80 the next. Sometimes it's her son calling for help. Sometimes it's her ex-husband. This has caused her to be short on funds for our plans and things that she volunteered to cover on more than one occasion. Uh Her reasoning when... Uh, it's her ex asking is that since her son still lives with him, she has to help him. I get that to a point. We were supposed to go on vacation later this month. Nothing major or fancy, but just time away. We had agreed to split the cost and all that was left to pay for were hotels, rental car and some reservations. Her ex-husband called needing help getting his car out of the impound and getting caught up on rent. Their son hasn't been able to work uh, without the car because he doesn't want a to ride a bike or take a bus. Oh my God. Are you fucking kidding me? So many red flags. Yeah. Almost five grand later, they're set up, but my wife told me she can't pay for her portion of our vacation. So I told her I was canceling it. She called me a heartless ass. (laughs) 
<laughs> that she just she's just taking care of her son and we've been arguing over it. But my stance is this. They're both able-bodied adults that keep making a series of life decisions that keep them at a standstill, like quitting jobs over little things, smoking, going out. And her always digging them out of their hole is starting to impact our lives more and more. And I didn't sign up for that. Am I the asshole for canceling our vacation instead of just footing the entire cost myself? Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. What do you think? Not the asshole. I also think not the asshole. I, Oh God, this is messy. This is so messy, but also there's so many red flags in there. So many red flags. Like, I'm sorry. First of all, first of all, let's stop for a second. (laughs) You know, she's saying she has to support. I get it to some, a rat. I get it to some degree when she was like, Oh, you know, like my husband is looking after my ex-husband's looking after my kids. So like, but like once that kid's over 18, I'm like, you are old enough to work. Absolutely. You're not in school anymore. It sounds like he's like, what, 23 or something? 23 years old. Exactly. At that point, if my ex is calling me to pay for their bills, I'd be like, uh, no, you have yeah. a 23. Are we have a 23 year old son who can work? Um, you guys can sort your shit out. Like yeah. get, get your shit together. I'm not giving you, I'm not a free ride here. Yeah. Why? And, and also it just bugs me when like people that are able bodied workers are asking for this kind of support mm-hmm. because like, it would be different if it was like once in a blue moon or something, yeah. something really unexpected came up. Like it was like something crazy, like you're doing okay. And then all of a sudden your hot water tank breaks and you need like four grand. Yeah. Okay. That's a little different. Like maybe figure it out, go to the bank. Maybe you can't get a loan cause you have bad credit or something. Then okay, fine. But if it's like a consistent thing, I'm always short, like for rent or it sounds like he's like, I need to get caught up on rent. I'm in, and they're both in and out of jobs. It's like, yeah. why can't you hold a job? Mm-hmm. First of all, uh, secondly, the son, I'm sorry, but the car's in the impound, so he can't work because... Take a bus, motherfucker. Take a fucking bus. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I hate these people. Oh, like these people that are like, oh, I'm too good for transit. Well, clearly not. You can't even pay your rent. Yeah. So uh, actually taking transit is the least of your worries. Yeah. Like get your shit together. <laughs> suck it up. Actually, I would almost suggest you get rid of your car because you can't even afford your rent. Yeah. And take public transit. Yeah. Until you can afford a car. Goddamn, Daniel. Tell me how you really feel. God damn. <laughs> it's just like this, this well, shit. What, what I want to question is when did they get married and did they have this discussion before they got married? Because yeah. this would be a huge red flag. Oh, hundred percent. You're like, imagine if you were getting married and your uh, future husband kept just paying, like enabling because she's enabling 100%. Okay, the ex-husband because he knows he can son. rely on her. This is the problem, right? Yeah. So I don't even necessarily want to fully blame the son and the ex-husband. It's like she keeps giving she's them part of the this problem. stuff. She is 100% part of the problem because again, like the reason why they're mm. probably not holding the job and like getting their shit together is because they're, they have this other person mm-hmm. that keeps just, that's a really good point. Money. I'm a firm believer in that. It's like these parents that like coddle their kids yes, and they do everything for them. So like they do their laundry, they do all this stuff. And it's like your child is never going to do their laundry Mm -hmm. because they don't have to. Right. Exactly. Until you're forced to do something, you probably won't do it. Like exactly. And, and, and like another thing too, like imagine it's your partner. So like imagine your partner is constantly spending money that you guys are married now. That's so your assets kind of become each other's. You know what I mean? So he's spending money on his ex-partner because they can't get their shit together. No. Like I'm not okay with that. No. And like, why are you paying basically child support for your 23 year old son? But that's the point, right? (laughs) If your child's over eight, like I get it. Maybe when the kid was a bit younger, you're like, okay, I have to help out a bit. You pay your ex-husband some, maybe like depending on the situation, you would pay some, some level of child support. Like that's fine. Yeah. But it, you know, 
Your child is 23 years old. They can oh work. God. But Literally. it sounds like, it's again, it sounds like they're both part of the problem. Like, yeah. these kind of people that are like, oh, my car's broken down, so I can't go to work. Yeah. It's like, well, you can get to work another Very way. Entitled. Get on a fucking bike. I know. Like, I'm sorry, but like, even if this transit system sucks in your com- your um, your city, <laughs> like, figure your shit out. You know how many, t- and this makes me mad, because like, when I was growing up, I had a lot of like, part-time jobs and stuff. I didn't have a car for a very long time. I, I used to take transit all the time. I didn't have a car until, I never had a car. Yeah. I never actually had a car, but I, I didn't drive until I was 19. Yeah. So yeah, lots of transit, walking, get a, jar, a job nearby your place. Exactly. There are things you could do. The problem is, this guy is just uh, very spoiled and entitled, it sounds yeah. like. They're lazy. God damn, Nano, can you? I mean, I do kind of blame him. I mean, do you not have a discussion with your wife? Yeah. You know? Because if it was my partner, I would be like, look, I'm sorry. Yeah, you need to stop. Your child is 23. Your husband is old. Yeah. Or you need to stop giving yeah. them money. Like, I'm sorry, that's money for us. Like, I'm, yeah. not to be selfish, but to be selfish. Like, I mean, I guess at the end of the day... It is, so it says here, she contributes 30% of her pay to our joint expenses. Yeah. And then the 70% she keeps for personal expenses and to spend and save how she wishes, which I guess is fair. Yeah, because but, he probably puts more into the bills and stuff because right. he's making a lot more. Which is fair. So I guess at the end of the day, if you're, oh, that's another question, right? Because technically that, that portion is her money. Yeah. Right? That portion. Yeah, but how mad would, how frustrating would it be if your partner was using their money? Exactly. That you I mean, were, you're of like, course. I'm like, hey, you're like, to, if, if we were partners and I'm like, hey, I want to go on this vacation. And you're like, yeah. oh, Daniel, actually, I can't afford to go on this vacation because I just gave my ex partner uh, five grand to bail his car out of right. an impound after con- consistently yeah, giving him hundreds of no, dollars no, no. every month. I'll be like, no, no, why? unacceptable. Exactly. Can't do it. Now I can't go on a vacation I wanted to go on. Right. Because you're still hung up on this, not hung up, yeah. but like, you know, doing stuff for this guy that you really shouldn't be. Right. But then it's like, it's, she'll be like, it's her, it's my money. Yeah. I can do whatever I want. Okay. But now you're impacting me with your decisions. <laughs> then now I'm going to go. I'm I'll go on the vacation by myself. Yeah. See you I'm later. Go with my girlfriends, bitch. There we go. That, that's a, that's a solution. Just go by yourself. You know what? If your wife is going to, you know what? Instead of footing, cause she just expect him to foot the bill. That's, that's that's the issue. Yeah, that's the I, issue. It sounds like she's just like what? Because she was like, oh, why don't you like? Why but, don't you pay for me? My, you know, why don't you pay for me? And at that point, I would even be. And you know how she's like, he's like, am I the asshole? I wouldn't cancel the vacation. I would just be like, I'm gonna go by myself because you can't afford to go. Yeah. God damn. Because you spent your money on stupid shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. I. It's just. This is why I'm single. Because <laughs> I have no we time have no for that patience. shit. Well, like, seriously, how? Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, sorry. Imagine being like, married to that. No. You can't even go on vacation because your partner is spending all their money and it would make me on even, their grown-ass son. And it would make me even matter because they already figured out based on each other's incomes. Right. He's you, already paying more. Exactly. Paying you more. only have to put 30% of your income. I have to put or 30% towards the bills and I have to put 70% towards the bills. Right. Because I earn more than you. Yeah. Which is, and you yet know, you, great. yeah, and yet you still are not having troubles to go on this vacation. No. Like, no, 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 no. Unacceptable. Divorce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's read some comments. Yeah. Our favorite part. Yeah. Uh, top voted, voted comment. Why are you, not the asshole? Why are you married to her though? Since she clearly puts her ex and grown son before you and your marriage. Mm. Agreed. She's enabling their financial irresponsibility and yep. that will never change. Yes. This is the thing. Here's yep. the thing, guys. Okay. We... We all need to know this, even though all of us probably ignore this when it's our situation. We cannot change people. Okay. So if you're going to marry this person, you're going to have to marry 
what you see and yeah. what you get at yeah. that day. Okay. So you can't think, oh, one day she's going to stop sending money to their, to my, to their, to her son. Mm. You know, you can't think like this. You have to think, am I okay with my wife sending her hard earned money? And it sounds like she's not earning that much to her grown ass son mm -hmm. and her ex-husband. If you're not okay, you gotta not get married. Exactly. It's not like this is a new thing. This has been going exactly. on for years. So unless she's changed before, like she's actually changed, mm. like it's just not, you're, it's not going to change. Exactly. That's it. I mean, of course, there might be a tiny, tiny percentage of chance that she will change. Yeah. But you can't go into a marriage thinking that's going to change in the future. Exactly. Words to fucking live by, guys. God damn. You can't. You got to marry the person as they are and accept them as they are and don't expect them to change because they're probably not going to motherfucking change. Exactly. So anyway, let's see here. Mm, not the asshole. Uh, it says all these comments are talking about a house fund like that solves the problem. She has already established she can't budget her money, let alone something you contribute to as well. Why are you, what are you supposed to do when she takes from the house fund for her ex and son? God damn. God damn. Oh, so they're saying you should have like a joint fund. Yeah. Right. That might help actually. Well, you, mm -hmm. you know, like have a joint fund for vacations and stuff. God damn. But then some people are saying, so, some people are saying precisely a house fund doesn't always solve the problem. Mm -hmm. Some people see the total in a house fund and go, I can afford that. And from my experience and that of my friends, the house fund starts getting tapped into when the spouse goes into their savings, uh, goes through their savings, uh, spending freely or always giving to others. So basically what they're saying is when, if they have a house fund, she's going to spend all her money yeah. and then she's just going to start digging into the house fund. <sighs> Which, I mean, it sounds like she's like basically running out of money because she keeps giving it. Yeah. So it, that is probably... She's part of the problem. She's 100% part of the problem. Yeah. So not the asshole. The wife is the asshole. God the damn. son's the asshole. The, the ex-husband is the asshole. Yeah. Um, you married into a family of <laughs> Okay, pick one. God damn. God, people are just messy. <laughs> Did you find a good one? <laughs> All right. I'm ready. Lay it on me. Am I the asshole for telling my wife her parents cannot sleep in our bed when they are house-sitting? <laughs> okay. Okay, guys. We went out of town a few weeks ago for a wedding, and my in-laws came from out of state to watch our daughter. We have a three-bedroom house with a full guest room and bathroom on the first floor and our master and kids' room upstairs. Before moving in with me, my wife used to let her parents sleep in her bed uh, when they would come and visit, and she would sleep on the couch. Well, she asked recently if they could sleep in our master room. And right away, I said, no, I don't want anyone other than us and our kid in our bed as it feels weird to me. And we have a guest room for, you know, guests. <laughs> this caused a big fight to happen between my wife and me until she finally caught on to my way of seeing things. But her mom was totally offended by the notion that she was not allowed to sleep in our bed. Am I the asshole here because I didn't want my in-laws sleeping in my bed? I asked my own parents about it and they both said they would never think of asking since we have a guest room already available. Dot, dot, dot. God. Um, I, is, he, is he the asshole? I don't think he's the asshole. Well, I think this would be kind of torn. Uh, this would be kind of like divided. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say that I think he's, he's probably a little rigid, yeah. but I don't think he's an asshole. Yeah. I think it's completely fine. If he feels uncomfortable, mm -hmm. I think that's kind of stupid <laughs> to yeah. be from my perspective. But at the end of the day, people have different preferences. People have different, uh, you know, whatever it is that they're okay with. It's different. 
Mm. Right. I would have no problem with someone else. I don't think that that's weird. That's personally for me, but they have a guest bedroom. Why is it a big deal? You are the guest. Like just fucking sleep in the goddamn guest bedroom. I'm sure it's completely fine. It would be different if they didn't have a guest bedroom. Exactly. Then I'd be like, okay, what the hell? But they have a guest bedroom. So I'm like, but I also don't really care who sleeps in my bed. Exactly. He's just being a little bit rigid, but maybe that's just who he is. Maybe he's like a like germaphobe or something. And he's like, I don't want other people's dead skin cells in my bed. (laughs) I mean, well, at the end of the day, like you can wash the motherfucking sheets. I know. So is that is do I want to be married to this type of man? Probably not. Mm. But is he an asshole? I don't think so. Again, it's his house. Yeah. He has a guest, but again, I think it's different if he's like sleep on the couch, floor. Exactly. That would know. be different. Exactly. But they yeah. have a guest bedroom for this reason. So it is it makes no sense. Why do they want to sleep in the fucking master bedroom so bad? Mm, it's weird. What do you think? Yeah, I also think I, I, I again I think it's like it's like a weird power play between them. Like but it's, it's really like strange. It's like I we want to sleep in your bed and they're like, No, you can't sleep in my bed, sleep in the guest room. We don't want to sleep in the guest room. <laughs> it, it's like Is the bed made of is it like a really special bed or something? I don't something? know. Maybe the maybe the master bed is like super comfy. Maybe it's really, really nice. Like maybe if the guest bed is like really shit, like I don't <laughs> maybe. know. Maybe. Like, is it really bad? Like, I need to know details. Like it's weird. Like also it's just like again, I I don't get it because I personally like if anyone was staying at my house, like I've had yes. friends stay at my house where I had like I had a temporary roommate. They slept in my bed exactly i slept on the couch i was like i don't give a fuck yeah. you know like really i could care less if my parents were watching my house they can sleep in my bed i don't care exactly i don't know why it matters but obviously it does i don't for think some it, people for some people and again if you're a germaphobe you know sheets come off the bed exactly. guys okay you can so wash the sheets a lot of people are agreeing well actually with no, us well no they're saying not the asshole not yeah, sh- so we said not the yeah, asshole. Yeah, not the asshole. Not sure why you went... And plus, it's yeah. his house, to be fair. It's yeah. their house. So like, exactly. So I do feel like there's a certain element of like... Like, for example, Rose, this is your house. So if someone's coming to stay in your house... You, you got to follow the rules. rules. Exactly. Absolutely. If you're like, yeah. hey, you can sleep in my spare room because you have yeah. a spare room, then yeah. sleep in the spare room. Like, it's not your house. Like, exactly. You can't make those rules. Like, if I have some crazy ass rules, it's still my house. Exactly. <laughs> like, so if someone's not the asshole, not sure why you insist on sleeping where I have sex with your daughter... You know, because, yeah. Right. But I also feel like, I mean, wait, yes. I mean, A, why are you insisting? And But B, not, again, not everything is fucking sexual. Mm. People are so annoying. <laughs> but but they, they also said not the asshole. Yeah. Your room is a private sanctuary and they have no business being in there. Um, Interesting. <laughs> they said, get a, get a lock, get your, get a lock on your door, like your actual bedroom door. <laughs> not the asshole. This is a leftover poverty mindset. What? What? When you are poor, you typically have one bed and room and an elder guest would feel entitled to it out of respect. That isn't a problem anymore. Lots of people have guest rooms with nice mattresses and en suites. No fucking way I'm letting my parents or my wife sleep in my bed. God, these people are really rigid. Not the asshole. You have a guest room. They're guests, even if they're assisting you as part of their stay. Tell your mother-in-law to get over herself. Oh, do learn to discuss, not fight with your spouse. That'll get you to an agreement sooner doesn't look like anyone's saying the so asshole. maybe we're just way too just whatever mm-hmm. you're the asshole I'm, oh. gu- I'm guessing your child is young because you're not answering any of of the many people who are asking their age in-laws are not house sitting they're watching your child so they can get okay. away for a child free trip you're the asshole for misleading for the misleading title alone if your child is older i'd guess the guest room is fine but i think you're purposely leaving out info that could be the case. Yeah. Maybe the guest bedroom sucks. Yeah. Maybe the bed is really uncomfortable. This is it, right? We don't know all the details. Also, it just sounds like the the children's the child's bedroom's upstairs as well with the right. master. The guest bedroom's downstairs, so maybe right. they want to be close to the that their could be grandchild, it as well. right? It so. is true. It is true that they are also watching the child, and we do have to remember mm. that you know, yes, 
where I forgot the fact that they're actually house sitting for them, not yeah. just staying you, at their house because yeah. they wanted to. Yeah. It sounds like they're doing you a favor. So again, I don't really understand why you're so, Rigid. you know, you have a stick up your ass. Yeah. But hey, and you think that somehow it's just so weird that, I mean, I guess some people are very weird about their bed. Like, they, yeah. again, people think it's just always sexual and it's like, I okay, I get it. Like, why is it that? I don't know. I think that's so weird. It is weird. Like, honestly, guys, like, I'm like, uh, it's a bed. People fuck on a couch. You I know. sit on the goddamn couch. People fuck all over it's the house. It's fine. <laughs> People fuck everywhere. Okay? Exactly. Like, People, you need to calm the fuck down exactly. is when what I, you need to when do. When I come to Rose's house, I'm like, where should I sit? You know? Stop, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, just kidding. Like, I don't know. It's just the, this weird thing. It's like, yeah. the bed isn't just a sexual place. Like, it is a place mm-hmm. where you sleep. And, but again, like. So my verdict? Not the asshole or asshole? Both the assholes. <laughs> So I would say he's the asshole for being such a rigid guy about his fucking bed. When they are doing them a favor. Exactly. It is true. And I'm saying also the in-laws are the asshole because... For insisting. For insisting and not respecting other people's boundaries. Okay. So they're all assholes. They're all assholes. Once again, everyone's the asshole. Everyone is the asshole. That's my personal opinion, guys. I'm sticking with it. Um, I don't necessarily think he's an asshole, but again, we don't know all the details. Yeah. Based on what I see, I think that he uh, could use, you know... Like some loosening up, mm. okay, and calming the fuck down. Mm. Uh, would I want to be married to this man? Fuck no. no. He sounds a little, ugh. a little OCD. A little OCD, a little weird, little like yeah. too much. Do not sleep okay? in my bed. Like, chill, a- bro. Yeah, chill. But the in-laws, I think, sound weirder based on what we know. It's like, why do you want to sleep in that? Like, just fucking sleep in the goddamn guest. Sleep bedroom. in the guest bedroom. Okay. Hopefully, it's it's a comfy bed. God, imagine being so like caring this much about where you sleep. I really like, am like, like I genuinely I'm like, don't who cares? Like I'm just wash happy if there's sheets. a bed. Exactly. Wash your motherfucking sheets. Yeah. Okay? Like what if you did here's the thing. What if you didn't have a guest bedroom? Like what would you do? Because it sounds very much like he really doesn't want anyone sleeping in their bed, which you know, again, some mm. people are like it's your it's your sanctuary. People think it's like your private space, which I can kind of understand, I guess to some degree. Yeah. Um I guess. God dang. I I like fucking like who cares? I know. It's a piece of furniture, people. Mm, anyway. I know. It, it, <sighs> <laughs> Maybe we're just way too just like chill about this yeah. kind of stuff. Uh, Honestly, if I go to someone's house and I don't have to sleep on a couch and yeah. it's a bed, I'm happy about that. I'm like, yes, and I have I'm a bed to, to sleep in. And I've never experienced being a house guest and people being so rigid about... Because I've, I've been offered many times like, oh, you can take my bed. Yeah. You know, like... You know, <laughs> it's it's not this well, isn't normal. <laughs> it's like I've house sat for a couple friends. One yeah. of them has a spare room. So every time I house it, I sleep in their spare room. Yeah. That's totally fine. I don't, I'm like, great. Right. It's a nice bed for me to sleep in. Yeah. Another one of my friends, they don't have a spare room. Yeah. So when I house it, I sleep in her bed. Yeah. And she's like, you sleep in my bed. Like, yeah. it's fine. But also you are okay with sleeping in the spare bedroom, which makes you not the asshole compared to these in-laws that, exactly, that somehow have really to, have to sleep in the goddamn Which is weird. Both bedroom. the assholes. Both, both the assholes. Both weird as fuck. Both yeah. the assholes. Damn, family oh, drama. Wait till oh we have to have God. some in-law drama, Rose. Oh my! I honestly, I can't. Um, I'm telling you, I'm gonna start a commune and I just could see live Rose there. getting really feisty with her in-laws. <laughs> I just, I just you have think to... so? no. I'm very respectful to my elders. Mm. I am. I'll just talk shit about them with you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Off, offline though, not oh on the God. podcast. But like, okay, off topic. But well, not off topic, but similar to this topic. Mm. So if you. Let's say you're in a relationship, right? Yeah. And the in-laws are not just like kind of, you know, because in-laws can be tricky. Yeah. But what if they were like complete 
assholes. Like you were not getting along. Would this be a deal breaker? I feel like it would be. It's it's kind of tough. Because because and but what also if you're like so in love with this man. But also <laughs> like hear me out. Like generally, <laughs> apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Ninety <laughs> percent. So I've met a few people in my life. Yeah. That I've really disliked. Oh goddamn! And a few. Oh, that you I don't want to be on Daniel's list. No, because there's not that many people yeah. on there. What? But when you're on there, <sighs> oh, there's no getting you off that list. Well, there probably, <laughs> there probably is, but no one's redeemed themselves. So, but anyway, um, I sound like a really like you know no, grudgeful you, bitch. No, you you're not. The the thing is, I just hate everybody. Yeah. Daniel likes everybody. <laughs> I do. I like no, most actually, people. I don't hate everybody. This is not true. I'm just yeah. joking. But. But like yeah. you, I have a lot more time for people. Like I, I'm not. I think so. I think you have a little bit more patience for people. Whereas yeah. there's more people that I'm annoyed by. Yeah. But when you get annoyed by somebody, it's like you're very annoyed by them. Whereas I'm just gonna be like, oh, he's kind of annoying. Yeah. Whereas I'm like, fuck this. I don't want to <laughs> hang out with them ever again. <laughs> but like all the people that I've met that I've like really, really disliked in my life. Yeah. If I have met their parents, it's like their parents are the same. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, and and generally, like, yeah, we might be a little bit different from our parents, and we are. Sure. We all are our are our own person. And sometimes you can be in a really fucked up situation with your parents and turn out amazing. Do you know what yes. I mean? I'm not saying I'm. A, this isn't a blanket yeah. statement. I was just saying majority of the time, if the in laws are super difficult people, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. <laughs> yes. Generally, generally speaking, yeah. like. Because that, that's the environment they grew up in. Like, if you have these in-laws that are super entitled, super, like, expecting things to go their way, why would that person that grew up in that yeah. environment generally be any different? Sure. Or they may have cut them off already. Or yeah. not cut them off. With the, like, cut them... Yeah. Cut them out of their yeah. lives already. Yeah. Something like this. If they were um, really crazy. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, God. I couldn't imagine having to deal with that oh, kind of shit. So... I actually... Like, yeah. Speaking of... <laughs> speaking of... Uh, well, cutting out in-laws or cutting out parents. God damn. I randomly was on TikTok, God which damn. we're reducing our screen time. We're gonna, oh, we got to get our shit together. We, we're, we're having issues. Continue. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I was on TikTok and there was these two, it was like a episode of like, I want to say it was like not Maury, but like Dr. Phil or something. <laughs> and there was these two guys on there that were part of the LGBTQ community and they were like advocates of the LGBTQ community. I couldn't be more embarrassed to be part of the community, to be honest. Watching really? these two. Yeah. Because one of them, oh my God. Like, honestly, the most cringy. Because at first I was watching and I was like, mm, this isn't that bad. Because I'm like, yeah, I want to be like a, you know, a figure in the LGBTQ community. So then I guess they had like prank channels or something on Ugh. YouTube or on social media. I didn't look them up on social media, but I just watched this like little segment. And one of them goes, Dr. Phil is like, asked the one, uh, I think it was the non-binary individual. And okay. he goes... Um, how do your parents feel about you doing these prank channels? Mm-hmm. And the non-binary person goes, well, my mom doesn't like it. Like she doesn't okay. like it. She doesn't think it's that great. Blah, blah, blah. Then he goes and turns to the guy that was like this gay guy or whatever. And he goes, oh, how do your parents feel about it? He's like, well, I cut my parents out of my life. Okay. And he goes, this is so cringe. I can't even believe if this is real or not. Okay. He goes, well, why did you, why did you uh-huh. cut your parents out of your life? He's like, well, you know, they weren't adding anything to it. I mean, like, they don't have any followers. Like... What? He goes, like, I guess... That's fake. That has to be fake. He goes, I like, my mom has more followers than my sister, I guess. But, like, they just don't really have any, like, media clout. Like, they have no, like, social media following and stuff. No. They don't add anything to my life. And I was just like... I refuse to believe that this is real. I know. I refuse. I think they want attention. Yeah. I think they just wanted... I was just shocked. Even if it's not real. To go on Dr. Phil and say that, that's some bullshit. I know. That is embarrassing. Like, that's embarrassing on if it's real or if it's not real. If it's real, it's fucking embarrassing. (laughs) If it's not real, you're trying to get famous that way. Yeah. Weird. 
What? I know people are so desperate to be oh, famous. I don't get that they it. They have no shame. Yeah. I don't understand. I honestly like I have no desire to become super famous whatsoever. Period. Period. But especially Exactly. Like I wouldn't mind if the podcast took off more and you know that would be really really great. You mean you want to be a second Joe Rogan? Yeah. Yeah. But um honestly like the I don't I I, I when I was younger that was something that I think a lot of young people aspire yeah. to cuz you see all this like glitz and glam and you're like oh my god I want that lifestyle. My thing is like I'd rather like own like maybe a successful business or you mean you wa- you would rather be rich. I'd rather be rich. Yeah, you'd rather be rich than famous. Or be very comfortable. So you want to be rich but not famous. Like, or not even rich, but just like a very comfortable yes. position. I would prefer that. Like, that's that's what I would achieve or, or yes, want to achieve. Absolutely. Versus like, I want to be, I want clout, you know? I know. I don't understand. All these kids well, people, clout. <coughs> people love clout. I know. Mm-hmm. Be fucked up as hell. Damn, what be the next, next oh, one? Oh, hell. All right. I found one. Am I the asshole mm. for being a picky eater and calling my ex a terrible cook? <laughs> Did you write this one, Rose? <laughs> no. Totally something I would do. You are really bad at cooking. Mm. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Is that how you chop a vegetable? Oh, oh my God. I'm such a bitch. Anyways. Okay. So first of all, guys, this was not me. Okay. okay. I would, I was joking. I would not say that to somebody mm-hmm. other than Daniel. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Accurate. Okay. So I, a 30 female, am a picky eater. Pre-story. When I was younger, it was impossible to make me a lot to make me eat a lot of food. And I was also diagnosed with some sensory issues while eating. That is part of the pickiness. Things got better as I grew older and I was able to cook for myself the dishes I like and that are nutritionally healthy. Mainly, I don't like foods that are drenched in fat and feel heavy. I was lucky to get a well-paying job early in my life when I was 20. So instead of cooking, I've decided to try the ready meal delivery service as a lot of these are healthy and offer a choice. And I hate cooking. At 21, I got married to Pete, 23 male. Goddamn young as hell. Pete insisted on cooking himself and make me try new foods and was very against me ordering the ready meals. Even for me, it was Uh, Even if it was easier for me and cheaper and the time I would spend cooking, I could put into my career or hobbies. I didn't like anything he cooked (laughs) as it tasted awful to me (laughs) and I would end up having a bad stomach after. Essentially, my pickiness was one of the reasons we divorced three years later. Oh my God. Okay. So this was her like ex. Holy shit. Okay. God damn. It's being intense as hell. They divorced. Okay, new to the current, uh, now to the current day. Last week, my boss and I went to a business dinner with an owner and an assistant of the company that wanted to be our partners. The assistant ended up being Pete, her ex-husband. God damn. Which I was surprised to hear as he said he will never join the field I'm working in. Just before the dinner, Pete was making snarky comments to his boss and mine about me being a picky eater and us divorcing because of it. Ah. Oh my God, this is hilarious. However, uh, to his surprise, I ordered a few dishes I would previously found I would have previously found disgusting mm. and I would eat them no problem. Pete went nuts and started asking a lot of inappropriate questions and calling me and nearly calling me names until I got enough of it and said the reason why I was picky with him was due to him being a terrible cook and that every uh, every God, her writing is really bad. Mm -hmm. And that every one of his dishes would make me sick. His boss laughed and we carried on with the dinner. Mm -hmm. The next day, I have received a lot of texts from Pete 
calling me an asshole for what I said as now his boss has declined to come into the dinner he was hosting for work and it is affecting his career. Am I the asshole? <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Wow. Okay. So so much to unpack. A lot. So First of all, 21 years old getting married. That was mistake number one. <laughs> That's so... That is so young. So, so hang yeah. on. Can you okay. just rewind for just a second? Yes. So what was the dinner that they were at? They were so, just like... Okay. So uh, her boss and yeah. her went to a business dinner yeah. with an owner and an assistant of the company that wanted to be partners. So basically okay. her boss is the boss. Yeah. They wanted to have a business dinner with some other And company. the assistant was Pete. Yes. Okay. Right, right, right. So then okay. basically the four of them are having dinner. Right. Oh my God. And then they're God. making all these comments. He's making all these comments. So I would, I would argue. Okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I no, no, off. go ahead. I would argue that <laughs> she wasn't being the asshole. Okay. And hear me out on this one. Yep. The reason I wanted to say this is because obviously they split up, right? They they were done. Yeah. They hadn't been together for a while or yeah. for a short period of time. I don't know. Um, but obviously there was more to it than just the cooking, right? Like there was obviously more of factors of as to why they split up. And then what I think is they're for a, they're there for a business dinner. First of all, it's very inappropriate yeah. for Pete to even be making any comments. So he is the one that started this whole yes. shebang. Yes. So he should have just kept his fucking mouth shut. Absolutely. And they should have just had a nice dinner. Absolutely. Because really, like, what, sh- what she's doing now with her life, like, has nothing to do with you. He's very better. Exactly. So for ha- the fact for him to bring that up at dinner yeah. is in already... In a professional in- business dinner. Exactly. It's already very inappropriate. Yeah. Then for her to then defend herself and say, look, it wasn't the, the, the food. It was the way that you cooked. I think you're a shitty cook. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's... I didn't like your cooking. Listen. And- all power to her. Exactly. And then for the bosses to laugh, you know, they thought it was a joke, whatever. And then for him to have the audacity to reach out to her the next day and be like, you're impacting my career. No, 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 no. Hang no. on a second. You're the one that, that at, brought the, it up. at the dinner table that brought it up in the first place. Mm-hmm. So you cannot go back to her yeah. and say, you're trying to fuck up my career. Yep. Because what were you doing, bitch? <laughs> Why did you bring that up at the dinner table? I would never. Oh I'm God, sorry. Can you imagine? No. Like if you're at a, like, first of all, it's already awkward if you're exes and you're at the table, you didn't expect it. You're like, what the fuck? Oh my God, I would die. The last thing I'm going to do is bring it up at the table about how she, you're a picky eater and that's why we divorced. Oh my God. Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) I think we know why they divorced and it's probably not just the picky eating. No, this guy's a fucking (laughs) psycho. I know. At a business dinner too. I know it's the worst. Like maybe it'd be a little different if it's a friend's dinner. Yeah. But still. At a oh, at a business dinner in front of your boss? Oh my god! Honestly, I can't. Oh, I would have I lost cannot. it. I probably would have been like, if if my partner did that or ex at a business dinner, I would have said, uh, like whoever it was, like I would have been very embarrassed, and I would yeah. have said, can we not talk about this here? Yeah. Like, let's let's. This is a professional business yeah. dinner. Like, let's have a chat later. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. Let's not. Can we not talk about our divorce? Yeah. Can we not talk about our divorce? It's at so dinner? awkward. And then I would apologize to my boss and just be like, I'm really sorry. Yes. This is why I divorced this person. (laughs) (laughs) There's a reason why we're not together anymore. Exactly. God damn. Oh, God. Um, I mean, could you date such a picky eater? (sighs) Again, guys, don't get married if this is not something that you can deal with. Exactly. You know, like, like, did you never eat together before? Did you never cook for her before? Exactly. Like, is it a surprise? Like, it's just, I don't understand. It's like... I mean, I understand because people think again, like, mm. oh, maybe one day if I cook delicious food for my wife, she will she will become a non-picky She'll change. Eater. She'll change. No, she's not going to change. Let her eat the ready meals. If you're not okay with it, do mm. not marry her. Honestly, like 
personally, I wouldn't want to date somebody that's such a picky eater. Yeah. Because like I would just find it difficult. But at the same time, if we could work it out where, you yeah. know, before we got married even, <laughs> we would work it out so that like if they're a picky eater, they cook their own fucking food. And I cook my own fucking food, oh, which is really annoying. I really hate that. I know. I hate it as well. I'd rather God. just like it just be a, you know, combi- I know. combined like, thing. Like but hey, it's such a thing to be shared to me. Exactly. But like if that's if that's how you deal with it, and if that's the only yeah. thing that like, you know, if it works, it if works. It, exactly. Then you deal with that. And then you get married because you've dealt with that fucking issue. <laughs> it's not a surprise. It's they got married when she was 21 know, tw- years imagine? old. God, when I was 21, you could God. like I was... <laughs> People were peeling me off the floor of nightclubs, you know? I wasn't in any ready state to get married. Fuck. <laughs> Finding me drunk and passed out know, in bathroom right? stalls. I mean, me too. Oh. <laughs> I mean, we're doing that at what, 27? Oh, God damn. I know. I'm like, well, at 21, I definitely was not ready. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine. I can't that either. That age. That's and wild like, to me. And like, how much you mature, even us, believe it or not, you know. know, in the last... 10 plus years the maturity you go through well we didn't get drunk at all in vancouver i know right sign of growth exactly it's a sign of growth so yeah 21 is maybe some people it works out for some people but you know i think it's just way too young to get Mm. married what is the rush as well you know uh you know anyway next am i the asshole for refusing to give my sister the hotel room key what? Apologies for the format and whatever. I'm on mobile. Oh, people write on mobiles. Oh, I'm on mobile. I'm on mobile. Oh, it's just my mobile. And to get it straight. Uh, what? To get straight to it, me, 22 female, and my sister, 27 female, are on vacation at a popular theme park that has hotels um, you can stay at to have early entry, etc. She paid for this trip as a birthday gift to me. And while I'm very grateful for that, I knew it came with strings. <laughs> First, she pushed me over and over to buy things I can't afford. Drinks, food, souvenirs, add-ons, t-shirts, etc. I'm a poor graduate student and finally had to put my foot down about purchasing things, which made her pouty upset and upset at me multiple times. I shrugged this off as she had paid for the trip. Then... Wait, is this her... This is a gift? The trip is a gift to her? Yeah, from her sister. For what? For like her birthday? Yeah, birthday. Okay, why is she spending all this money? Okay, continue. And then, then her sister, because her, I think her sister paid for the trip. And oh, then her so sister's now. like, you pay for the drinks, the, the but souvenirs. that makes no sense. Okay, continue. I know. Uh, then she made me pack. Oh, yeah, hang on, hang on. Blah, 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 blah. I'm a poor graduate student. Finally had to put my foot down about purchasing things, which made her really pouty and upset uh, multiple times. I shrugged this off as she had paid for my trip. Then she made me the pack mule for all of our days at the park. I carried all of our IDs, cards, tickets, and anything we bought. <laughs> This would be fine if she wasn't demanding I get things out of the out at the speed of light and then groping me to open up the fanny pack strapped across my tra- chest as if I wasn't fast enough. She snapped at me over this multiple times. On top of that, I was expected to only do the rides and attractions she was interested in. What the fuck? Otherwise, I'd have to ride it alone, which would be fine, which would also be fine if she didn't become passive aggressive about having to wait for me. In the end, I just went along with her because she did pay for everything and I'm not Uber into the themes. I'm not Uber into the themes of the park. And it wasn't a huge deal for me not to choose things. But this all came to head about an hour ago. I got off the ride she hadn't wanted to get on and met her in one of the bars and restaurants. We decided to go to a specific ride, but she said 
She had just finished her beer. She wanted to sit for a minute. She was wishy-washy about what she wanted to do during this break, changing the plan a few times. I said, okay, to the first few ideas. But after the third, I admittedly did get whiny about not wanting to walk halfway across the park to another place that she wanted to go. She snapped at me and asked what I wanted to do. I replied that I wanted to ride the roller coaster we talked about at the beginning, but not if she was going to act bratty about it. Oh my God. This set her off and she went on a rant about how she paid for the trip and I needed to calm down. I responded that we've been doing everything she's wanted to do over the past two days, which made, which made her angry. She decided to leave me alone in the park. This is, the, this is my first time here, but not before chasing me down the street to get her ID and credit card from me. I gave her the ID when she demanded it and I gave her... I end... Uh, demanded oh I gave her the ID when she demanded I give her the room key for the hotel I said she could have her ID and cards but that I was keeping the room key it's the only one we have and we need it you needed to do certain things in the park oh interesting she demanded it and kept following me until I told her to fuck off (laughs) and threw her card on the ground this is probably where I'm the asshole anyway after that she finally left me alone and eventually she went back to the hotel leaving me at the park alone I'm planning on spending the remainder of the day doing things I actually want to do Am I the asshole? You're the asshole for going on and on and on. Jesus Christ. I know. You could have just shortened that up. This, you could have summarized. There was a lot of unnecessary detail. But also, I don't like how her sister did that. Like, I hate hate when people like buy you something, but uh, there's strings. It's like, I I bought this trip for you, but I'm going to do everything I want to do. No, no, no. It's like, no. Unacceptable. You can't do that. No. Uh, I mean, I kind of, you know lost interest in the story here after she went on and on well she did write a novel she did write a novel yeah um so i mean i think here's the thing here's what happened they got into a fight yep it's a sibling fight yep they're both just mad at each other yep so like it's just very sibling you know it is very sibling rivalry it's not really like asshole versus non-asshole i know it's very like you know what I mean? oh she paid for my vacation but then yeah, she wanted me to do this exactly. but then he wanted to do this but then she wanted to take this ride but i want to do this ride <laughs> but then she wanted to go back to the hotel and i want to do like it's exactly. like literally like kids bickering it's literally like children bickering yeah. so i don't really know if this is like someone's an asshole it's just more like you just got mad and you're like fuck you i'm keeping the key yeah i'm gonna do what i want uh <laughs> what do you think I, I agree. I think. <laughs> Do you it, think she's an asshole? No, I don't. Th- I don't think either of them are assholes. I think they're just bickering children, like children, not children, but bickering yeah. siblings. And like her sister sounds really fucking annoying. I know. Well, they both do. They both do, but her sister is. But like, I, just like I'm trying to imagine. Okay, so like obviously we're only hearing one side of the story. True. Okay, and so she bought this trip, which great, but then like now she has to spend all this random money on like souvenirs and shit. Like that's yeah. weird. I know. Well, I'm, yeah. and also like, I'm sorry, but like, but also the person that's like, stand your ground. Like if, if you bought the trip yeah, yeah. for me, if, like, yeah. I'd be like, I don't want these souvenirs. Like, yeah. If you want, if you want a souvenir, you can yeah. buy yourself a souvenir. Exactly. Like, why are you buying souvenirs? And why is it even a discussion? Like I everyone know. buys their own fucking souvenirs. <laughs> like, then, like, I don't know. I kind of like, again, lost track of all these, you know, she wanted to go on this ride and she wants to go on this ride. Which, which page did you lose interest, Rose? Page 22 (laughs) of 365? Like, and then I just feel like, uh, it wasn't really a gift. It sounded Mm -hmm. like she just wanted someone to go to pretty much Disneyland. It sounded like she wanted someone to go to the theme park with her. And if you knew also, yeah, you knew that it was going to come with strings. She said at the very beginning, and you're getting oh, a free you, trip or a free vic- thing. You're going to victim blame? No, I'm not going to victim blame. <laughs> but like you, like, again, it's just like, it's so dumb. Just like communicate with each other. 
<laughs> These are siblings. Yeah. How old are they? Let me see. 22 and 27. 22 and 27. You're old enough to know better. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, I bicker at that um, age too. Let, so. me, let me see some details that I missed in the first, you know. So basically, yeah, they're fighting, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. She took the, took the key. Yeah. It really just sounds like she was being really annoying. Mm. And then they just snapped. Yeah. And then it was just like a, you Full know. Full-blown argument. Yeah. Uh, a lot damn. of people saying not the asshole. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Isn't it your gift? Why is she demanding you do whatever she wants if it's your birthday? See, that is also like weird. Yeah, it is you weird. Know? Like why is your sister doing that? Yeah. It's like if you gifted someone a trip, then I think, you know, you should kind of like, sure, you already gifted them the trip. Mm-hmm. But I think a part of that gift is, you know, making sure that's that person has a good time yeah you know that's very important but this is why you know like those couples or those <laughs> those people that like end up with like you know one of one of the partners is like the breadwinner and they like pay for everything yeah this is why you never want to be in this situation because oh because you think th- that they're gonna want to do everything they want to do well not just that but they always like generally not always but like people use that as leverage yeah like look at the second that they're arguing about which rides to go on her sister goes right. well i paid for this trip Right. And people do that all the time. It's like, you know, if you're with your partner and your partner's paying for the meal and stuff, and you're like, oh, I don't really want to go here. Well, I'm paying for it. Oh, God damn. You got to listen to well, me. God damn. Well, don't marry a, anyone like that. Oh, God damn. This is I, think, I think if you, if you have a situation, a relationship where one person is paying for most things, you have to like, yeah, you're right. Because that can easily happen. Easily. People then, are fucking assholes. Because you know what the thing is? And I just know human nature. Well, I don't know human nature, but like <laughs> I would feel like 90% guys and don't quote me on this, obviously um, of people <laughs> will use that as, as some way as leverage. Like yes. later on, like if you're like, Oh, do you mind? Like, can you please load the dishwasher? Well, I pay for everything. You load it. <laughs> yeah. You're a freeloader. Fucking do some work yourself. Yeah. You know, like little things like this. I just see it. Like, well, I paid for the trip to Disneyland. I paid for you to get a manicure, pedicure, uh, you know, massage. Yeah. Why do I have to load the dishwasher? Yeah. You know, it, it creates a weird it does. power, power dynamic, dynamic. Yes. That's just like, but not saying that that's like with the yeah, sisters, yeah. but like anytime, like I do think it's weird. It's like her birthday gift. Like, why are you not, if you're treating someone for their birthday, they should be able to do what yeah. they want. It's weird. Yeah. It's very strange. God, don't go to theme park. No. <laughs> Definitely not. I feel like they could cause a lot of drama. Theme parks, man. Oh. Definitely they could. You know, it's like weirdly stressful. Mm. I don't know what it is. Okay, one more. One more. Final okay. one. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, God damn. Okay. Am I the asshole for going to a concert over my mother's wedding? Dun, dun, dun. God damn. My mom is getting married or remarried. Uh, my birth father passed away a while ago. Mm. A few weeks ago, I won Taylor Swift concerts, of concert course. tickets on the radio for the same day as her wedding. I made the decision to go to the concert over the wedding, and I told her this, and she is very upset. She has not spoken to me since. I love my mother, and I feel bad for missing her wedding, but I thought she would understand due to my circum- the circumstances. I do not like my soon-to-be stepfather... And I feel like seeing Taylor Swift is a once in a lifetime experience that I do not want to miss. Also, I've made it very clear to my mom over the past few months that I am not okay with the marriage, but still plan to be at the wedding. But then I won the tickets and things changed. (laughs) So am I the asshole for choosing the concert over the wedding? (laughs) 
thoughts? I think you kind of are the asshole. Yeah. Because, and, and, and hear me out on this, guys. You had already told your mom you were going to go. That's the thing. If you hadn't told your mom, like if, if, if you... If you had already got the tickets and then found out about the wedding later or you were you told your mom you're not sure if you're going to go and then got the tickets. Yes. You committed. This is the thing. <laughs> I think this holds true with a lot of things. It's like if I commit to something, right? It's a yes. it's a level of respect. Like it's even like hey, like let's say Rose like you're going somewhere and I'm like, "Hey, I can watch your house for you or your dogs yes. or whatever," right? Mhm. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, actually I can't anymore because I have X, Y, Z happening. Right. I just feel like that's not okay because I've already committed and let you know that I'm doing that. And and, right. and with your parents as well, like if you said to your mom, I'm going to your wedding. Yeah. And then last minute because you've won these concert tickets. Well, we don't know if it's last minute. Is we it? We do. It's like two Is weeks. Is it last before, minute? I think it was like two weeks before she said. Um, uh, Three weeks ago. Um, I don't know if she mentioned the, 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 the timing. Yeah. But okay, but you're anyway, probably right. Maybe it's last minute. But I mean, she'd already said she was going mm-hmm. to the wedding, regardless if it was last minute or not. She said she's going to the wedding already. She's already committed to that. And then for her to then now backtrack for Taylor Swift. So you think that people should not be able to cancel on plans? Well, I don't think that they... <laughs> no, that's not what I'm trying to say. I'm saying for certain things, if right. you're if, if people are like relying on you or like big things, right? right? Like this is different than like, oh, you're supposed to go for dinner with your mom. Yes. That's different. Like if it was a yes. dinner, I'd say, yeah, of course, go it's to the concert. It's a big day for your mom. Exactly. This is like a, for your mom, you know, second time in her life, maybe third, I don't know. Um, but once in a once or twice uh-huh. in a lifetime experience, you know? Yeah. And, it, <laughs> and weddings, they do hold a big place in people's yes. lives. It is your mom. Exactly. It's a bigger deal than like just dinner or something, yeah. you know? And so I think for those things, if you commit to them, you should yeah. go. Interesting. Yeah, I do. I do. It is a little bit tough because it is. she is saying that she doesn't approve of this marriage, which I mean, at the end of the day, it's your your, your mom's her own person. Exactly. Well, and, and if, if she doesn't approve of the marriage, and this I'm going back to this as well. Then she shouldn't have she not. She should have said that she's not going to go in the first place. But maybe she was just like trying to be, you know. Yeah, I, I I do feel like she's using this now as an excuse to just go to the Taylor Swift it concert. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like she got the tickets and she was she like, just I just want to go to the concert. She's she's a Swifty, <laughs> you know. And I mean, those tickets are expensive. They, apparently, they go for like thousands of they dollars. They are ridiculous. I'm sorry, guys. Just like when did it get okay that you hear like I hear about like everything's so expensive now. Beyonce and Taylor Swift tickets like thousands. thirty grand to I get know. tickets, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding I me? I know, no. Like when Ridiculous. I used to go to concerts, I remember $80 being a lot for a concert. Yeah. And then it went to like maybe a few hundred. Yeah. Maybe a couple hundred. Yeah. And that I was like that, the premium seats. The the ma- What is the maximum you would ever pay for a concert ticket? Like probably around the 250 mark. And that's yeah. a lot. God damn. I think I, maybe up to 400. Yeah. <gasps> But, like that's probably the max yeah. but it, and it better be wonderful amazing seats like that's a lot of money when you think about it it is so much money it's for one night exactly you know like, like it's for one night it's insane to me to spend that much money I know but nowadays these people are crazy I know but like I, I hear these things where it's like front row at like a Taylor Swift or something it was like five grand or something a ticket like right. it was literally like right. outrageous like so the prices we were we take insane. that into consideration <laughs> I know I say, I say no. sell the tickets and put a down payment on a house. <laughs> no, seriously, sell the tickets. Seriously, I would sell the tickets. Yeah. If if tickets, if I won tickets to Taylor Swift yes. and they were going for like five grand a piece and I won two tickets, you can bet I will be selling those tickets. Yeah. Like yeah. for five grand? Are you kidding what if, me? What if you're not allowed to sell the tickets because she won these tickets? Like no resale? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure you could figure out a way around that. <laughs> 
So let's see some comments. Okay. Okay. So your your verdict is she's she's kind of an asshole. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I would also say she's kind of an asshole. Yeah. Let's see what people um, think. Um. Let's see. But if there's <laughs> if there's Swifty fans, they're gonna they're gonna agree First with her. First comment: You're the asshole. You chose Taylor Swift over your mom. Weird. <laughs> Like and it's just a concert. That's the thing. It's, it also sounds like she might be pretty close to her mom, right? Yeah. So it's different. Okay, there's many circumstances in which it could be different, right? If if you were not close with your mom, and like you really like had a really strained relationship, and you really didn't want to go to this wedding, yeah, then maybe, yeah. But again, it's kind of like it does kind of sound like an asshole move to be like, well, I won these tickets to a concert. So I'm not going to your wedding anymore. Yeah, like, like and you're right. Like you should have just stood your ground from beforehand. Yeah, but. Yeah. Like, imagine if I turned to you, Rose, and I was like, oh, I won these tickets for a concert, so I'm not yeah. going to be at your wedding. God damn, I will kill you. <laughs> I know. I'll fucking kill you out of my life. <laughs> um, and then somebody responded to that saying, but it's Taylor Swift. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're a Swifty. I know. People you know, maybe are, like, obsessed People with are Swift. obsessed with Taylor Swift. I don't... Maybe I'm just old. I don't understand. Like I know. I mean, she's not bad. No, she's not bad. She came out. She came out with music, and I remember. I think we would have been in like. Oh, we were very young. I think we, we were, were in junior high or junior something. high, and it was that she tear was like drops on my guitar, yeah, something yeah, yeah, like yeah. this, and like yeah, again, she was okay. Did I think she was fantastic? Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't like blown. She was away. like a big deal. But now she's like huge. She's such a big deal. Yeah, I don't. I don't really get it, but know. you know, I do like that one song. Which one? Um. Uh, is it blank? You got it. You do you know what I'm? Yeah. Wait. You got a smile that could murder. You know the one where it's like she wears short skirts, I wear t-shirts. She's cheer captain, and I'm on the bleachers. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that one. That I one. forgot what it's called. Yeah, me too. Um, I think. It, oh, it's called "You Belong." You belong with me. That's a pretty big one. Yeah, that's a pretty big one. I like that song. Yeah, I used to like um the one song. It was like, um, trouble. You trouble trouble. <laughs> Something like this. I don't know. I think we're hurting people's. Uh, we are. If there's, if there's Swifties on here, they're mm-hmm. gonna not be happy with us. So someone said, mm. "Not the asshole if you aren't okay with the marriage and have made that clear to your mom, but you're the asshole if you're skipping the wedding and using that as an excuse." Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh man. And then um, let's see. So let's see. Um, is there no way you could do both? Could you go to the ceremonies and skip the reception and head to the concert? Yeah, like that's <laughs> probably, you know, because usually the wedding does start during the day. So you could go to like yeah, the actual then, formal ceremony. Yeah, but the reception's ceremony. kind of important. Yeah, true. The ceremony is important, but also reception is quite important. That's when everyone gets drunk and mm-hmm. makes out with people. Uh-huh. And then someone wrote, you're the asshole. Mm. You had to have known those tickets you won were for the same date. Most, if not all, ticket giveaways I hear about on the radio tell you exactly which date and time they were giving. I mean, yeah, I think she knew that. There we go. Um, so you signed up and called it. Oh, that is true. Because you don't really randomly no, you don't win tickets, randomly. do you? Not you typically. signed up and called in for those tickets, likely knowing it was the same date and time as your mother's wedding. Yeah. I can't fault you for not wanting to go to the wedding since you don't approve of the marriage. Although she really shouldn't need your approval. Blah, blah, blah. I can fault you for finding a way to avoid going after you said you would be there, albeit informally. Yeah. You made a commitment to your mother for that day. Yep. You're the asshole. Yeah, I agree. That's true. I mean, that is a good point. Yep. Because most of the time, you would know. 
Like you don't just randomly like no one's gonna randomly call me and be like, "Do you want Taylor Swift tickets?" Exactly. So you would you would exactly you would <laughs> you would know the dates that those tickets were. So if you were concerned and you're like, it, it's not a surprise that you got the tickets on the same day. Yeah. You applied to get the tickets. On God the same damn! Day. I thought it would be a surprise, but but I guess not. Well, how often are people calling you like surprise, Rose? Taylor, <laughs> Taylor Swift tickets this Saturday. Well, she yeah, she must have called it because usually it's like. If you want to win Taylor Swift tickets, call for F- this weekend. Yeah. CJ ninety two yeah. FM radio. If you're the seventh yeah. caller and can list all three songs we just yeah. played, you're the winner. <laughs> exactly. Hi there, caller number seven. Yeah. <laughs> What's your name? So she definitely called in knowing. Yeah. Oh, that little asshole. Mm-hmm. I think She'd be an asshole. asshole. She'd be a major asshole. Full asshole. Full on asshole. Mm-hmm. Not even half asshole. Full oh, on asshole. Damn. So anyway, guys, uh, and on that po- <laughs> on that positive on note, that positive <laughs> note, guys. We are all the assholes yes. in this game of life. We are. Hope you enjoyed that episode. Mm-hmm. Let us know uh, in the comments, if you're watching on YouTube, what you thought of this episode and if you agree with our assessments. <laughs> okay? Sometimes we have some unpopular opinions. That's true, we do. So let's see what people have to say. Mm-hmm. And guys, once again, don't forget to join our Patreon. It is patreon.com slash the Savage Podcast. This month, we are going to be doing an exclusive episode mm-hmm. where we are going to complain. About dating. About dating. <laughs> we are going to do an I've had it episode about dating. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that could go on for many hours. It could go on and on. Uh huh. And guys, make sure if you guys want to come with us to Thailand <gasps> and or Bali. Yep. The uh, links to sign up are in the show notes. Mm-hmm. We are going to Thailand and Bali in August on a vegan food tour. God damn. And uh, we want you to join. Happy. Bali is almost bu- almost fully booked. Oh, God damn. Almost fully booked. So definitely check those out. The mm-hmm. itineraries are linked below. And make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and also on your favorite podcast platform. What else, Daniel? <laughs> I think you said it all. Did I cover it? I think you covered it all. God damn. Have an amazing week, guys, and we'll talk to you next week. And you are not the assholes. Bye. Bye.